Welcome back to Golden Perceptions Podcast. I am KB. And I'm Angel. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. How you doing tonight, Angel? I am good. I'm excited. How you doing? I'm doing real good. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. We have a special guest, a so special. beauty, beauty quote unquote mogul and entrepreneur. Spa yeah. boss, okay. Ashley, um, owner and operator of Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. What's up, hey. Ashley? Hey, Hi, Ashley. everybody. Hey, girl. Hey, how hey. are you tonight? Hey, girl. How you doing? Good. I'm excited, y'all. Oh, we excited too. We've been waiting on this. Okay. So we, we are excited. Get our you. first guest of the season. We really appreciate you for saying yes. Uh, for no sure, for sure. <laughs> it's amazing. So let's get a little bit into some questions. So we're just going to ask you a few things, you know, be real with us now, Ashley. Don't hold back on us, okay? Mm-hmm. Like we're not, we not going to get salacious, but we're going to ask you some business questions, some, you know, some personal things maybe. Okay. But let's get started. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. All right. So let's just start off. Let's get people acclimated a little bit with Ashley and you know, what she has going on. So where are you from, Ashley? So I am originally from Chicago. Stand uh, up. Of course. Uh, but I Chi-Town. live yeah. in Milwaukee, y'all. So Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. So I think I'm from Milwaukee. Okay. What may from Milwaukee? <laughs> you not you don't ever say that to okay. my cousins, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, Katie. Sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. So what made you relocate here? Because I've been, I lived in Milwaukee all my life and I'm not going to lie. I wanted to move. So I really asked people like, why do you move to Milwaukee? Because I would rather not be here. But what made you come to Milwaukee? Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, probably wasn't the greatest kid in the world. Um, so we actually lived like with my grandmother and um, we was doing a lot of stuff in school that we wasn't supposed to be doing, fighting and things like that. Um, I'm not going to mm-hmm. put nobody in the middle of it to say it was really their fault. <laughs> but um, Hold on. Wait, whoa, whoa. What you trying to say, man? When you say nobody, <laughs> you talking about your siblings or what? I was talking about the other person named Melissa on the other side of the phone. Oh, <laughs> Melissa's um, not here, guys. I'm Angel. <laughs> Listen, we know her on this podcast. <laughs> Or what whatever you, you want to call yourself, but uh, she was definitely, <laughs> um, I guess the the force for everything that uh, pretty much happened um, in her life. Okay, okay. like uh, yeah, they're not going to be blowing up my house and threatening me. You guys got to go. So we <laughs> ended up having to uh, move to Milwaukee with our sister. Um, so we end up, I end up coming to Milwaukee with my sister like my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. of high school and um and, and I was so sad by the way mm-hmm. right but no I ended up leaving again so I don't know why I ended up in Milwaukee Milwaukee to well my mom my grandma sent me to Milwaukee my sophomore year but then okay um, at, at, during the summer my mama pretty much got herself together and then we went back to live with her but then we was just being bad and everything which led us to have to live with my grandma again and then that's when everything happened when my grandma was like y'all not gonna cause nobody to they was you know just getting into fights and different girls yeah, like she yeah. 
threatened mm-hmm. calling and threatened my grandma and she a evangelist she was an evangelist so she really didn't play that she was a woman of god so oh, yeah uh, to have us in her house doing all that it was just too much for her so she sent us uh to live with my sister for real um and i actually liked it i actually um i gained a lot of friends in milwaukee and um I ended up meeting my daughter, daddy, and I just decided to stay. I was like 16, 17 years old, and I've been here ever since. So I'm 36 okay. now. So I guess I I'm think it was probably here. one of the best, just knowing you from the beginning and knowing your journey. I think grandma sending you to Milwaukee was like the best thing. It kind of, would you say it helped mold you into the person that you are now? Of course. Um, I think it's not even being sent away, but everything you went through. So just knowing like the stuff that, you know, I went through growing up, it wasn't easy. Um, Mm -hmm. I had the opportunity to see both sides of it. What it feels like to be, you know, in a stable, a stable home. And then what it feels like to be in one that's not so stable. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I had that opportunity to see both sides. So. Um, I had to make that the choice that choice to say what is it that I want out of my life? Like what is it that I want to do? Do I wanna, you know, I'm not saying everybody that grew up the way I that I grew up, like smoke weed and do all that stuff, it's like it's it just wasn't for me. Like I wanted yeah, something better yeah. for myself, especially like getting pregnant at that like right out of high school, like um a year later after out of high school, getting pregnant and being like, okay. Do I want to be, do I want my kids to go through the same thing that I went through? Um, Mm. Do I want to get them a better, give her a better opportunity? So I chose that route to be a mother to my child. So um, getting myself together and understanding that I know what it is to struggle, Mm -hmm. but I also know what it is to live comfortably too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I, I chose the route of living comfortably and making sure my daughter was straight. And I'm so proud of you. I know I said outside. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah. let's get a. I'm sorry. Go ahead, KB. No, I was just saying. Yeah, like that was quite a story. And if you guys didn't catch it, they clearly have a background. They are sister friends that been and known each other for years and years and years. So just in case y'all didn't catch that. Yeah, we're gonna have to um, have her back on an episode that kind of taps into exactly who I am and what I went through and get her perspective on that. But we'll talk about that at a later time. Um, But right now, let's get into um, Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. Tell us what is Divine Lash and Beauty Bar? Tell us about your business. Y'all, yes. so um, Divine Lash and Beauty Bar first originally it started um, as just a lash studio. I was probably like, I would say probably like the fifth person in Milwaukee to actually start doing lash extensions. Mm. So um, mm-hmm. it wasn't that many girls that was actually doing it. Um, so I started off as just doing lash extensions. Um, I actually worked for um, Coast Corporate Office. I was the team lead for uh i worked there for seven years and i was a team lead for five out of those seven years and um i decided like just being there i always worked really hard um Mm -hmm. i I was always the person that wanted to try to you know move to the next level so um i decided to you know take a look at everything and see like okay i'm working a lot of hours i was big in the beauty industry um i went to school for fashion and retail marketing because i was like okay i'm gonna go work in our um 
our re- our mar- our retail development department, but it was so hard. It was so hard to get to those type of departments, especially like being of color. I just feel mm-hmm. like at some point I just got discouraged because it was like I was stuck in one place and it was like it didn't matter how hard I worked. I feel like I wasn't being noticed uh, for something for certain things to get in certain departments. I feel like you um, I don't know. It, I feel like a lot of it was like be a big race card at, at one point. Mm-hmm. Um it's better now and that's probably because a lot of people are like not wanting to work so it's easier for you to move up um in those like departments now but before it was super hard so um just working 40 hours a week was a lot and I was just like okay what do I want to do I'm looking at people like Kevin Mansell which is the CEO of Coles at the time like make it they show his you know his network and net worth or whatever um they'll send that out in news for paper so you send somebody that's a ceo making billions of dollars and you take it home seven hundred dollars checks that wasn't it that wasn't i wasn't feeling that so mm-hmm. i'm like i need to i'm working yeah. too hard to make somebody else rich why not work hard to make myself rich so um right. I started to, I like doing lashes. I was doing individual lashes. And then I went to doing lash extensions. Um, and I, what I did was I kind of, I went and I worked from home. I went and got trained, worked from home. Um, and I was making good money doing that. I saw more money doing lash extensions in just those few hours that I would do it a day than I was at Coles and mm. then I, I was like I'm tired of working out of my house um went to work for my beautician for a little bit um somebody gave me the opportunity to come in as a partner to work with them that lasted what Melissa a week it did yeah <laughs> Um, Let's talk a little bit about that because as KB pointed out before, me and Ashley have years and years and years of history. And I remember when she first started doing this and was taking trainings and then starting to get her clients. And then she worked in the shop for her beautician. And then it came, as she stated, an opportunity for her to go into business with somebody. And I just remember you being like super excited, but super like, Am I doing the right thing? And I remember being at your house in your bathroom one day, like you were like unsure, not knowing what to do. You were crying. I'm like, Ashley, I'm praying for you. Like, I want to say we might even pray that day. I'm not sure. But I did end up telling you, like, I honestly don't think it's a good idea. I told her, like, I don't think you should go into business with this lady. But are you willing to tell us? what was taking place and what your reserves were going into that business because it could be a cautionary tale for somebody else but if you don't feel comfortable it's fine oh nope I'm comfortable um (laughs) so (laughs) so when I went into business with this uh lady she was older um you know she I have associate's degrees I guess she has like masters or whatever I don't know but it's all in the medical field and um you know she was older so she found somebody that was young and I I guess she felt like I was a gullible or whatever so she reached out to one of my friends and was talking to my friend and my friend was like oh I know somebody that do lash extensions as well and she kind of linked us together and the lady had came to me as like we were going to be partners 
um getting us getting a suite um she was already had a she already had a suite there but she wanted to expand so i was like okay cool so i was so excited i'm like let's get our furniture let's get our waiting room and everything together so i'll pay for a lot of the furniture and stuff that we were putting mm-hmm. into the places because i work for cold so we had a discount so mm-hmm. i was just i was just getting stuff um going crazy and yeah just it going crazy with everything <laughs> and she was just like she wanted to do this like she wanted to do do uh some type of photo she wanted to be a photographer she was a last check she was a phlebotomist she wanted to um she wanted to style mannequin heads I, she just wanted to do a whole bunch of stuff and it was too much for me because it was just With like the business I'm right to get myself established and she wanted to do a whole bunch and i'm like we just need to focus on one thing at a time because if we all over the place we can't build that brand so we right. was never on a, in agreement with a lot of things like even when it came to decorating stuff like it was like it was never we didn't gr- agree on a lot of things so um one day i was just asking she wanted me to be 50 it was 50 50 with everything and she didn't want to put me on the lease agreement and then also explained to me that when the owner comes in i need to act like it act as though uh she's like i'm shadowing or something um shadowing her and i didn't feel right because i'm like if i'm Mm. half of everything in here why do i gotta be hidden and i was Mm. like it just didn't make sense to me and then she was just like um you know she was like now she want to rent out suites and stuff like that and i'm okay with that but i don't want to be that's not what i want to do you know i don't want to um i feel like everybody they own boss and i'm building my own brand i don't want to have to come behind people and be like this is what your client said i was like no because they're they're not coming in under the business name they're coming in under their own name so why do we have to take that customer complaints like this is their stuff and she said well it's it's like um because I have a master degree, master's degree, then I be your subordinate. And she was like, then you will be like a, a manager over them. So then you will take care of those complaints. And I was like, no. So, you know, the long story short, the nicest way to do it, I just explained to her, like, I appreciate the opportunity you have given me. I was like, but I honestly do not think this is going to work. It's a lot of things that I don't feel comfortable with. I was like, whatever money I already invested into this and ran in first month rent security deposits, I was like, you can keep that. I said, but I'm going to go away with this. And I had already talked to my beautician and I just didn't want to keep running in and out nobody establishment because that's being inconsistent. And I didn't want to do that to her. And so instead of me doing that, what I did is I just found my own suite. So I ended up finding me a suite in Mequon. Um, and it was a it was a nice decent amount so i started doing lashes there and it just worked out perfect for me um of course with any business when you're start when you are getting into a business you started something with lashes it was fresh it was it was new for a lot of us although it had been out for years it was new so you know how sometimes you got this big this trend that everybody want to do and Mm -hmm. then they started and then all of a sudden it dies down well i was kind of nervous about it um so i have went um i'm like i want to go into this full time because i i'm really making a i'm making good money doing this and i'm only doing it like a couple of hours out the day so i will go to work i would get up at eight o'clock in the morning go do some lashes by 10 30 i'll be at my job 
and then I work until 7. From 7.30 to 11, I'm at the shop doing lashes again. So I was doing lashes all day, and I, it was exhausting. I wasn't seeing my kids enough. So I was like, I have to make a decision, like, which one do I want to stick with? But, you know, yeah. when you, you are with a company and you getting benefits, that's your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. it was like, I have to step out of my comfort my comfort zone and be like I'm, I need to give this up so I actually spoke with my boss we kind of talked and I, she was like do you see any of your paychecks like you know um do you do you see like your do like do your the checks that you get do it benefit you I was like honestly I don't even look at my checks no more that's how much money I was making doing lashes so I was wow. just like she was like okay well let's look at your background she was like you've been here for seven years you never had um you're not on attendance warning you not you don't have any write-ups she was like um you don't have any disciplinary actions she was like if you whatever if you leave right now and this don't doesn't work out for you she was like we would love to have you back and that's all i needed to hear because i was mm. out yes <laughs> i was like so mm-hmm. i'm like what do you ever do is like leave a place with on bad terms I never leave a place on bad terms like any if I wanted to go anywhere I ever been I'm able to go back to those places because I never left the person on bad I I never left a a job on bad terms so nobody Mm -hmm. can ever come back and say she was a horrible employee and things like that that's not what I wanted I always put 120% of everything that I did I'm goofy as hell sorry y'all so I like to joke and I like to play so I got along with a lot of people but I also did my job so I was able to move up in certain places but I feel like when it came to like getting in those different type of buildings that I ran into issues with that um yeah just because it's a certain type of person that they looking for um but I took away a lot of stuff I took away customer service Coles is one of the biggest companies that uh, that's they they thrive on customer service. Their customer service mm-hmm. is number one. It doesn't matter what they mess up on, as long as they know how to fix it. Uh, people are always coming back. So I took that and I ran with it. So everything I do in my business, I make sure my customers are happy, um, mm-hmm. and that's what helped us get to where we are. So I just really. Um, I'm big on helping people and getting people in places and um, putting them in positions that you know that it's hard for them to get in, get into, or like kind of coming out that the comfort zone because a lot of people mm-hmm. are scared to do things. So um, when I started doing lashes, a lot of my friends I actually that wanted to do it, I taught them how to do lashes. Um, so some of them would come into the shop and they would work with me. Um, and then some of them would go out on their own and do things. So, um, I also did not want to, I was nervous about the lash industry and and it dying down. So I decided to just go back to school to be an esthetician so that I can offer more services. Um, so I ended up going to school to, to be an esthetician, um, during the process it was like people moving out of the building. So management would come to me and be like, Ashley, you got somebody moving out across the hall. Do you want to take on a suite? I'm like, how much is it? If the price is right, I ran with it. I told them, give me a year. Let me test it out. If it worked for me, then I stand my lease. So a lot of the, I, a lot of the rooms that I had, I did that. So I went from two suites. And by the time, uh, like two years in, I was in five suites. And a lot of my suites was like last rooms, waiting areas. 
Uh, we added V steam rooms. We added private spas. We added group spas. And um, in the process of me being in school, I was fixing up my suites as I was learning. Um, I'm also watching the girls that's in my in my uh, class, and I'm seeing how they they interact with each other. I'm seeing how uh, they they're eager to learn. I'm looking at you know how willing they how you know how they're willing to assist each other. So yeah. I was looking at positive attitudes and things like that. So at the end of the uh, end of the school year, when we graduated, I offered five girls jobs. Yeah. I took five enough girls and I gave them. I, I offered them one of the highest commissions that you could get in the spy industry, and it was good, especially coming from um, right out of school, where you don't have to start working at a front desk before you can start taking clients. Those girls came in, and I helped so many girls. Um, you know like coming straight out of school I'll bring them in and I'll teach them so I will take the training and then I come back and I teach my girls everything that I learned and they didn't have to pay anything come on just black because, girl magic just right, because that, right. everything is not about money it's all about making sure everybody is on the same level so a lot of girls um that came in with me, they may have went out to bigger places or they moved out of town or they started their own spas and salons. So we've been in there for about five years. And then after five years, we outgrew the space. We send over hundreds of clients a month. So mm. now we, we're we we're outgrowing the space. My lease is up. It's time for me to go somewhere. So now we went from five suites to over a 4,000 square foot um, building out in Mequon and yes. we employ over it's we have my staff members is over like eight, it's eight of us and I also um I also sublease to other women like hairstylists my daughter is 16 years old she's a hairstylist there Baby um, and her name is Alea so she has styles by Alea she was she was taught how to do ponytails she does frontals she does stitch braid and she does those type of things so she's her own boss as well so she doesn't work under me she has her own suite and she works by herself so she creates her own her own um hours and whatever it is that she want to do she's her own boss so that's what I'm actually instilling not only in other women but as well as my child as well so that they know yeah. that these these opportunities are here for you and don't be afraid to take them so everybody in my shop there is we have a, we now have a full service salon and spa the only thing I'm missing right now is a massage therapist y'all but we do have a Medi spa nurse her name is Shamaria so she's in there as well we have a hairstylist that works with a lot of older women and then we have hairstylists that work with the young group um that specialize in silk press uh sew-ins and things and things like that and then of course my best friend i wheeled her right on in there and lashes there so shout out to Brittany. amazing so we have makeup artists and everything okay ashley okay. like Baby, adopt me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I love this story. Like I've I've never heard this story, and I love how you went from saying worked in this corporate company and nobody recognized me to not just being recognized and them saying, Hey, like you are doing this on your own. However, if this does not work, we're willing to have you back. That shows that your work ethic, even within their mm -hmm. company, was valuable enough, even though they may 
not have valued you and where you wanted to go, you were destined to go outside and become your own mogul and have your own business and, you know, know, bless other women. I love when other women bless other women. Like, that is so dope to me. And just hearing your story, it's just inspiring because it's hard to sometimes find women that are uplifting and who, you know, want to show you the way and like offer Mm -hmm. you options. And, you know, if they have resources to get those resources, some some women out here got their fists closed with all of the resources and options in their hands and they don't want to share that. So. Yeah. And will not share it. And I commend you for that. Like, yes. that is so dope to me. But because we are even talking about you being recognized, I did see recently in these streets, Ashley, yes. that you won an award, sis. <laughs> and we we want to yes. talk about it. We want to know about the award. So, basically, uh, it was the awards. It was for the OMG Awards. Okay. Hey y'all, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. That's okay, we can hear you. I don't know, get lost. Okay, so um I did recently win an award. It was for the MKE OMG Awards. I did not even know that I was not uh, nominated for this. And that it's crazy because you wouldn't even think um you wouldn't even think that these people was noticing you or seeing you. I do not know who Choo Choo is. Never met him a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um and he inboxed me and told me that I won an award and at first I thought it was fake so I kind of ignored it and I'm like so do I gotta pay some money but then when I was like (laughs) I was talking to to like Rachel um, uh, I was talking to Rachel Vasquez she has she actually used to work for me too um, and then she went off and opened her own uh, her own spa as well so when I was kind of talking to her she was like no it's real so we like okay we gotta accept our nominations whatever so when we accepted it we we knew it was real because then we started seeing uh you know other girls like garb junkie erica with garb junkie uh getting nominated and things like that so um it was amazing y'all it was a really good feeling to be able to be noticed because one why i think it's so hard is because i'm in mequon i'm not in milwaukee and you, mm-hmm. you know milwaukee is a big i feel like a lot of stuff is popularity um mm-hmm. it's it's big big on popularity but i feel like it's like trying to get yourself out there y'all don't understand i did so much stuff to put our our um business out there and put my name and my face out there um i um did stuff like club promoting didn't know a thing from it but i got into it by investing money and didn't know what i was doing and lost thousands of dollars in that Mm. um so it was just like to be recognized and not have to put no money into it it was just like it it was amazing and i definitely thank uh for actually nominating me for that um omg the mke omg awards because it was so many people in there and the room that he didn't even know that made a difference in in Milwaukee, um, yeah. and for me to be noticed all the way in Mequon, um, that it was it was super dope. It was dope. Shout out to him and congratulations to you. Like you, thank you. you Congrats. Yeah, I mean, your story yeah. definitely tells that you definitely deserve to be recognized in all respects. Um, so. How does your business look different now versus when you first started? How would you say it looks different? Um, 
so I I like starting a business. I knew a lot of stuff like customer service and things like that. But it's some stuff you know you have to um you have to change time management, things like that. I'm not I will I will be the first to tell you. I was never late for work, but we did have a grace period. And you I took advantage of it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I took advantage of that grace period. But it's different when you have your own business. People don't understand like you not being on time and things like that. So grace periods is dead. So I had to um, make sure that I was there on time for my clients and not always running in late and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, like being able, um, being able to, you know, um, manage inventory, manage the staff that's in there, making sure everybody is on time and things like that. So sometimes you have to wing out a, a, a few bad apples, and I had a couple bad apples, but but not that, not a lot, you know. For the most part, a lot of the people that I have chose, it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. They have, they were amazing. So. I was able to, um, you know, get a lot of the, get a lot of good women in there that wanted to learn, that wanted to, you know, at, that wanted to work and do do what they were supposed to do and make their cl- clients happy. So um, once you wing out like the bad apples, then your business run a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Like I think being in Mequon, we have stereotypes. So when mm-hmm. I first started, I just thought, I'm like, people is not, I'm like, we in a predominantly rich area. They not really gone. Um, I'm like, they not really gone, like, support me. But the support in Mequon has been amazing. You still mm-hmm. run into issues where you get a little racism or whatever. But for the most part, I would say 90% of it has been amazing. Um, I was actually in Mequon's newspaper when I opened up my my second location, um, the new location. I was in the Mequon area, and um, they came out to me, and they wanted to do a story on me. So I was in that newspaper, and all my clients was reaching out to me like, oh, my God, we seen you in our uh, in the newspaper and everything like that. So I felt... I felt good and I, it made me kind of think differently, but I also wanted to change those stereotypes. So yeah. when you come into Divine Lashing Beauty Bar, you don't get rap music. You don't get ghetto. You don't get, we have fun. We laugh and talk. We talk about real life stuff. And a lot of the clients, mm. they actually engage in those conversations. Some of the people that's laying on our tables, you never know what they're going through with that. They they have going on in their lives. And sometimes yeah. that listening to those conversations, you touch them. You make them feel good. We have women that, that go through divorces all the time and you uplift them with some of the words that you say and the encouragement. And it's like, I'm only 36 years old and I'm encouraging 60, 70 year old women that's going through divorces and I never have been married. You know? Yeah. So wow. it, it, it's just like to be able to touch those women, it's amazing. I, I, have, I have women that come in all the time and say I just love everything about what you're doing and I have my bad days I have my days where I may be grumpy and all that other stuff but I love coming to work and I love taking care of my clients I love uh, the energy that they bring um, you may get some women that come in and they may feel uncomfortable when they first come in but the the whole idea is for you to change that it's for the you to make them feel yeah. welcome for you to make them feel comfortable and when they leave up out of there they family now and I mm-hmm. always tell them like when you first come here I said we trap you because you are family now 
And yeah. a lot of them coming in like, those girls are crazy. Y'all should listen to them. It, it's just, it's the vibes that you get. But when you get into our spa rooms, our spa rooms are just like regular spa rooms. It's quiet. Either you want to talk or you want to relax. Whatever it is that you want to do, we we are going to do that. But for the most part, most part, we make sure our women are are comfortable and they're relaxed and they have that spa setting. We want to change those stereotypes because not all black businesses are ghetto. Yeah, all black right. businesses don't come in late all the time. Like we want to change that, and that's what we have been doing at Divine Last Beauty Bar, and we get so much good feedback from it. And it looked like a vibe. The shop is beautiful, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. When did you look at your business as a success? At what point did you say, like, okay, I'm really doing good? Um, I think once I moved to that bigger location and um seeing like the the feedback that I have been getting and um a lot of the women coming in and they and seeing like the dynamics and the different type of women come in and tell me like this is amazing I love everything that you're doing that's when I knew that I was a success it's crazy because um we actually have an event coming up uh, we're doing a vision board event I did expect I was going to be something small but we the event is sold out and it's June it's uh January 15th we'll be doing the vision board and um what what um I did was I had to rent out some chairs and tables and everything. So I, I called one of the, the canopy, the chair rental places. And I was just explaining to her, like, I need it for these events. And she was like, what's the business name? And I told her, she was like, oh, my God. She's like, you guys used to be on Port Washington. I'm like, yeah. She's like, my sister came and got her lashes done. And she absolutely loves her lashes. And she was like, but she knew that you guys had moved, but she didn't know where you was at. She was, wow. like, I was like, we moved to a bigger location. She said, oh, my God, I'm so glad I found you. Like, hearing stuff like that makes me every Every day I'm just like when I feel discouraged and I feel overwhelmed like overwhelmed with things I look back mm-hmm. and I'm just like wow you wouldn't even think like yeah. something to know you but people knowing your name is just it's amazing yeah. Yeah. people knowing, knowing like what your business do like it, it's amazing and I, I just love that and I don't want to be seen in a negative light like I always want to be seen in a positive light and I think you're doing a good job of that for sure just, just based off your journey and you know your testimonies from your customers and things like that I definitely think you're doing a good job yeah um now what is the hardest part that you would say what's the hardest part of being an entrepreneur I think uh the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is just like uh just keeping everything together Mm -hmm. because in order for every day, I even now, like, I still be like, I got to do what I got to do to make sure that my business succeeds. Mm-hmm. And you've said it to me before, like, I can't fail at this. Like, I have employees. Like, I would never want to put I them in a situation. Them. Yeah, you, right. oh, you've I'm always like, said that to me. They depend on me. And I'm like, they got families and stuff like that. So they depend on me. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds, I'm, I'm at awe of the story. I just want to know, even outside of everything that you do, Ashley, as a boss, how is it that you juggle mom life as an entrepreneur? Like, how are you, you know, involved with the children? I know you said your daughter is in 
you know, um, and doing hair and you're teaching her how to be her own boss. How do you juggle the life of being a mom and an entrepreneur? So, um, y'all, it's so hard. It's not, it's not easy at all. It's super hard. Um, me and her did struggle with, um, you know, just trying to, it's, it's like two, two women in the same household is kind of hard because you want to be a good mom, but you want, you don't want to be too, like, I know I'm strict, so, but you don't want to be too strict. You want to kind of let up on them, but I didn't know that at first. So me just being strict, I don't want to know that now you talking to boys and you got a boyfriend and all this. I don't want to know that because in my eyes, like, (laughs) you still my baby. So I'm going to be mad when I know you talking to boys and it's like being on top of them and, um, like, like standing on standing on her like i'm always on like what you doing what but i know i have to do that because as a parent you do and like i explained to my daughter like you i'm like we in this together i was like nobody i didn't have the the proper upbringing you know i was like and nobody gives you a book on how to be a parent you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying that just comes that just comes natural like being a parent and teaching your kids certain things the only thing I can do is teach my daughter what to do and what not to do and what I know what I know that I don't want or what I've seen growing up because I've seen some stuff growing up so the only thing I can do is pass it along to you and hopefully you take that and run with it so right now like having her in the shop that's our bonding time that's our time we together because she'll come in and she'll talk to everybody and sit in the room with us until her client comes so that's that's really like our bonding time and then when my son he's in like football and stuff now so I just made it my business like when he have games to make sure that we like we there and that's one thing that I told his dad like at the end of the day like we don't have family here so we have to make sure that he always got a, some some type of support system yeah um so we may not always go to like the football you know the the football um like they um whatever the practice or whatever but we always at a game he gonna always see one of us at the game so that's that's like one of the things like trying to balance because my kids come first so I have to make sure that I take a step back and make sure that they okay so now with my daughter like kind of going through stuff and seeing stuff on her own now she's like I need to listen to my mama so it's making our relationship better because man it it, it was a struggle it 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 took a while to get to this point to be able to um, and not only that not only that I can imagine how how much she's learning just from being in the shop around a bunch of women you know who have stories who have lived life and like you said you, you all talk in the shop so I can imagine how right. that's you know instilling things in her that she might not have even experienced yet but will know how to navigate it somewhat once she do experience some of those things so that's really dope right and y'all see like when I and I'm being in I think a lot of people don't know like her mama her mama black y'all and she looked, she looked like she might have. She, she looked like a white you know, girl. She like a little white girl. So <laughs> she done ran into issues. But I had to tell her, like, hey, listen. Like, hey, she might not be about the streets, but I'm about to say I'm with that. <laughs> so it, it's been times. But, you know, I have to still tell her. And um, even with girls, like, she young. So she she like me. She want to she wanna make, make sure people are happy with the services that she provides. And sometimes you get nasty people. And she gets the younger crowd too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she get it sometimes. And sometimes I got to step in like, uh-uh, sweetie. That's not how that works. But she know how to do that customer service. And I think a lot of um, a lot of younger 
hairstylist and everything they lack that and she she got it to the t she she gonna make sure you happy and she gonna make sure you good and a lot of people be like you doing an amazing job with her because she taking everything that she watching you and she taking everything yeah. that you that you you do and she's putting it into her business yeah i'm so that's proud of Alaya. making her that's what's making her successful yeah i'm definitely proud of her too now ashley all that work is back there <laughs> now what will you never compromise on with your business um i don't know i think you might have said it like as my, far as your like customers my customers and um like just i i don't know like it's a lot of stuff that I won't cop like you know what I'm saying like I don't know I'm not answering y'all <laughs> I think you said that you you always doing customer service first like you make sure you're resolving any like issues your customers yeah. just making sure your customers are happy so they will want to come back and that word of mouth is spread and it, it show you said it so you answered it girl. Yeah. Well, um, how have okay. you how have you grown personally from becoming an entrepreneur? So I think I've be, I've grown a lot um in becoming an entrepreneur because now I'm more I'm more patient. Um I'm more willing to I was always willing to like learn, but I'm willing to also understand a lot of stuff that, that goes on. Like so when I'm dealing with business instead of being hostile, I, I put myself in a lot of other people's shoes before I react now. Because mm-hmm. before I would react mm-hmm. without really thinking about stuff or understanding why the certain things are happening. Even when it's with customers, understanding why that customer is upset or even dealing with another business, like I'm really understanding when it comes to that. Um, I think with um owning a business too I'm more of a nice person so I had to learn learn to also be stern and because if you're not stern your your staff like they'll try to get over on you or try to take advantage of a lot mm-hmm. of stuff so I'm like I have to learn how to say no to a lot of things and Jeez. um I I have to really grow up and I'm still learning that so um I think like just I, I think like changing my mentality. I changed a lot with the mentality when it goes to it. And I know that um remember when we said like I ended up here from you know being angry and being bad and doing a whole bunch of stuff we wasn't supposed to do. Now I think about a lot of stuff I do before I actually do it because now I'm at, I'm held on a um Yeah, it can affect the brand. Yeah. I'm held yeah. held on a uh higher expectation Mm -hmm. so now I'm like I'm like I can't do that I gotta think about that before I do it I have to watch what I post I have to watch what I say um I'm a role model not for only my child but other women as well Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. (laughs) I mean so as you are building your brand continuously and as you're growing as a woman what other business ventures do you currently have your hand in and what's some if if none at all what are some things that you want to kind of attack in the future 
So currently, I do have an Airbnb. So mm-hmm. I'm um, okay. in the Airbnb business right now, which that has been going great because I'm now considered a super host for that. Um, I think I took a lot of what I've learned um, on in a business and putting it into um, everything that I do and making sure customers and everything is happy. So I'm a big stickler on how my uh, Airbnbs look, how they're cleaned mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and I take a lot of feedback that I get from people um, to make it successful. Um, I also own Divine 360. So we do the 360 cameras. And um, I get a okay. lot of feedback. I get a lot of good uh, feedback from that. Um, a lot of people tell me like, oh, she popular. Like she always doing events and stuff like that because I've actually networked with a lot of people. So now they put my name out there. Okay. 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 Well, that's amazing. That's good yes. to hear. Um, y'all hit Ashley up, you know, for Airbnbs in the Wisconsin the area. You know, she, she got it on. Or the 360. She got it popping out here. <laughs> yes. Well, Ashley. Um, but I just have listen. one more question for you. Okay. okay. No, I was going to say the other thing that I want to conquer is I eventually want to be a mentor, y'all. I think you'll be amazing. Okay. I, I want that for you. <laughs> yeah, I want to be a mentor. But in order for me to be able to do that, I need to make sure that I'm I'm fully like um grounded and make sure that I understand everything before I can before I can give somebody else everything that I know. That's definitely the route to go. Yeah. And that's a said that because my last question was going to be what would you what advice would you give to someone who is seeking entrepreneurship? And I know that you, you know, thinking about being a mentor, that's an amazing thing. And I think that you would be the best person fit to do it, seeing Mm -hmm. as though where you come from, how you become acclimated in the business world and how you are continuously growing. Not just as a mom, as a, you know, entrepreneur, like you're just doing so many things and you wear so many hats. I think you would be the best person to mentor somebody in the business world. So what would you give some, some, you know, some advice to somebody who's seeking to do the things that you're doing out here? So first things first, I always tell people, get a coach, like get you a coach, a mentor or something like that. Uh, Just because mentors and coaches um they they do it because what they do is that mistakes um, that is because A and B I think we lost there I think we Guy, um, just bear with us as we get her back. Yeah, give us a moment to get her back. But in the meantime, I feel like this is a very informative um, interview that we have with Ashley. Like, 
I feel like I you love it. Can really learn something. I'm over here like it makes me like I need to go harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I definitely have taken a lot from even just this month. We've been probably talking to her for less than an hour, and I feel motivated, you know, mm-hmm. to get off the phone and continue to press forward, even with our podcast and with other things yeah. that you know I want to do ventures that I'm seeking. So, I think just speaking to her and, and like I said, I think she would be an amazing mentor because you know just where she's come from and where she is now I think people she's evidence of the possibilities you know exactly and just knowing her um personally and seeing her journey and seeing her growth like I'm so proud like I I tell her all the time like I'm really really proud of you like just to see it man it's just amazing and you can tell she's passionate about what she's doing and um she runs a good business like yeah and has been doing it for quite some time because actually I um when I first met you she was just getting started in the lash industry I remember you you know talking about her and getting into the industry so that's been quite some time I mean we've been friends for what seven years yeah about six six or seven years so that's you know to be going into that industry and to because like she said it is a um it is an industry that is packed with people you know everybody's kind of doing the same thing welcome back yeah I'm sorry y'all I I thought I was I'm just talking but no, I was just saying like just yeah, I was just saying like just make sure you have a coach or uh, a mentor or somebody to guide you because that the when you have that type of person, like it'll stop you from doing a lot, it'll stop you from making a lot of mistakes. Be consistent in everything you do because sometimes like a lot of people when I, I see them start business the business because of Ashley, did you go to a different area? Yo, it seemed like your signal is messing up. You cutting in and out. No, I didn't. Hold on. It's saying it's searching for your network signal uh, right now. Yeah. I don't know where you was before, but go back there. This is good stuff. We need to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So, basically, what I was saying is um, just make sure, like, you can uh, because a lot of people this when they start that business and I, and somebody had wrote this on Facebook yesterday too like do you think it's easier to start a business or to maintain a business it's easy to start a business the hardest part is keeping that business and maintaining it mm. um that's one of the biggest things because a lot of people look at other people when they open these businesses up and they see them opening it up and they like oh I can do that too you know but if you don't have that drive everybody is not meant to be a boss everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur some people are just meant to be workers and that's okay and that don't mean that you better than know but you let you are less of a person if you don't want to own nothing or if you don't own nothing because it's successful people out here working for other people you know so um like everybody be like you make it look good i make it look easy but it's not easy don't nobody know that it's people that i don't cry to or it's uh, sometimes at at night that's what i do i might cry because it's not where i want it where i want to where i want to be or it's not where it should be at and 
I every night in my head, I I I dream. I wake up in the middle of the night. It's stuff that I do. Like I because this is this is my baby. This is everything yeah. that I worked hard for. And it's, it's different because I have people, like I said, I have people that depend on me. So I cannot let them down. I cannot let my business fail. Because... So every night I'm thinking of ways to make us better. I'm thinking of ways to grow our business. I outsource my, my that do my Facebook pages, my Instagram pages. I, I went right to the Philippines and I got them. And they, they do all my stuff. They do all my stuff and they come to work every day on time, five o'clock in the morning, logging in. Ashley, what you need me to do? Like I do a lot of stuff so that I can make sure my business is on the map so that you can constantly see me that, you know, so like my business is everything to me and yeah. people don't understand. They think they can just come in and, and start a business. It's not easy. Like the maintenance on a business, the overhead on a business, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, people don't understand that because a lot of people make it look good. And sometimes I'll be like, man, I should just go back to <laughs> I should go back to just having that one suite and just having me in there working by myself. Like, because it's easier to run when it's just you. And now I have to motivate a whole team and make sure, like, I get up in the morning like, hey, y'all. Ashley, we losing you. It's the connection. Can you hear me? It's going in and out. I can hear you right now, but it was going in and out. I don't know where you was at the beginning, but you need to go back there. <laughs> I was outside of my car. <laughs> uh, go, go back to the car fam we lost uh, her again right we, we, we her got again. to get into some stuff hopefully she goes back to the car and we get her back um yeah and once she comes back her, we her connection is off because this is some good stuff and i hope that you know you guys listen if you're in a place where you're seeking to be an entrepreneur or you're already started a business and you're you know just what direction to go in that you can you know find some motivation from her story yeah. you know hopefully some things she said has resonated with you as we say that we feel inspired and want to yeah. do more for sure for sure even just in this moment like just talking to her I'm like dang I want to hear more like God, no, I want to hear her wanted to end I want to hear her say because you know even as she was just talking about how she cried at night because she even still out of all that she has done she doesn't feel like it's enough or that she needs to do more and you know sometimes we we do feel like that sometimes you get to the point of a certain level of success and you feel like okay now you know that's not enough and I I want more and I want to pursue more and maybe Mm this is just a leading to her actual calling or her actual you know purpose in life yeah Ashley you back again (laughs) well let me (laughs) let me just say that I don't know but go back to the car because we can see that it's saying like your internet is low so it might break up again if you're not where you were Mm -hmm. okay let me go to a different area let me go Okay, because we want to make sure all the people get all the good stuff because I'm over here like, I'm going to start a business now. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what I was saying, no, what I said, what, what, okay, so this is what I do with my team. So 
a lot my team that I have um my main girls have been with me for three four years consistently I don't have to worry about them calling in I don't have to worry about them not showing up I don't have to worry about any of those things like they they show up when it's time to show up you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I don't have that they they're they know that this is how they feed their family and I constantly remind them like Y'all have to make sure that y'all schedules and stuff are booked because are filled because this is how y'all feed y'all family. So every morning y'all go in and I'll tell them like, hey, make sure y'all posting. Um, when they get reviews, I always I always praise my team on their reviews. Good job on your review. Making sure that um, when they client leave, that client is happy. I always do that. Um, we have monthly meetings. That's important because I, I take in what they give to, like the feedback that they have, because I don't I don't use I and Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. It's a we, it's a team thing. Mm-hmm. And I let them know that I'm not making no decisions without y'all. Like I'm not changing on anything that I do. I put out there, I make sure that my team approve that and they are okay with that because this they money too. This is where they have to work too. They should be comfortable where they work at. I make sure that my team birthdays, uh, holidays, I do stuff for my team. I take them out. I go, we, we go out, we go out for a team outings and we, uh, I get them gifts every year. We have, we have Christmas parties and stuff like that. Like we're a corporation, like we family, they know that we do stuff together. So if it's an issue, we lay it out on the table. What type of issue is it that you have and what don't you like? What can we do to improve? That's the type of stuff that I do. If there's an issue with somebody, I would address them personally, but I'll bring it to everybody as a group so that we know we don't have that issue again. I love that. I love that too. I love that. I I love love the unity in it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't make nobody feel like they're less than you you know what right. I mean like even though you're the boss and you you're running the place you don't allow your employees to feel less than you and I exactly love that. Yeah, and that's what's up and I, I have to practice what I preach so I can't sit here and tell them that oh uh, y'all need to make sure y'all here on time and then every time they look around I'm running in I'm running late in here or um y'all need to be busting y'all buddy here but they not seeing me even though I, even though that's my shop I'm the boss I still I still don't do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. As much work as I'm telling them to put in, I'm putting in double that. You know, so that's that's mm-hmm. the type of that's the type of le- leadership I want to have over my team. Like I can't sit here and tell I can't sit here with a full a full schedule and then leave my team out to dry. I still post. I still get. I still put it out there, letting people know, like, hey, we got these openings on this day. Even though my schedule is full, I need to make sure my team schedule is full as well. And yeah. if it's something that it is that they want to do, I'm going to encourage them to do that, and I'm gonna make sure they do that, and I'm gonna be on top of them. And I made one of my girls quit her job just so she can come work for me full time. How much <laughs> money are they giving you? Do, are you seeing a benefit from that? Look, this is not where you're supposed to be. That's not your passion. This is your passion. This is what you want to do do and you should have been so much further than where you at let me help you get there and that's the type of stuff that I do because if I see that potential in you I'm gonna pull it out of you and I'm gonna make you do it and I'm gonna tell you no I don't see you posting enough you need to post enough I want to see your worth more people should know who you are 
Like that's mm-hmm. that's the type that. of stuff that I that I do because I feel like if you got it that potential in you like let's pull it out because some people don't got it. a lot of a lot of us are introverts. I'm an mm-hmm. introvert and it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself out there so I can get out that comfort zone. I don't like putting myself right. on social media, but you're gonna see this business all day. <laughs> that's what's up all day that's what's up I love that about you and I love like everything that you told us you know when we were waiting for you to come back we did just discuss like you know how inspiring this is just to even hear your story to hear your drive right. to hear that you know even though you felt the where your business was becoming a success you still feel like you got a ways to go and you're still working at it and I feel like just based off the type of heart that you have your business gonna always be blessed like it starts at like if I work for somebody and I like I would love for to work for somebody the way that you know the way you make your team feel it makes you want to be there it makes you feel like you're supported and I just love right. that about you and I really appreciate you for you know answering our questions and telling us all of these things um um you ready to get into this topic <laughs> yeah let's get into some things let's get into some and things. keep it real with us Ashley you've been doing it all this time so let's get into it um so the topic for tonight is masking love in situationships and the best way I can describe it is Diddy and Carisha. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Let's just put the definition out there. Fred, you want to elaborate on that definition before we start talking? Girl, just low-key toxic. That's what it is. No, like, but do <laughs> in we, my, do in we, my personal opinion. Exactly. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure in younger years I have done it, but and then she's young too. But do we sometimes sure. accept sure. situationships and make up in our mind like this is okay, this is what I want. I'm it's a benefit for me and I'm okay with this, but we really be falling in love. Like Ashley, what you got to say about this? <laughs> so y'all i'm i'm with that i don't i don't have a problem with it i feel like i don't i don't have an issue with marriage like if it happens it happens but some people don't want it you know some people that yeah want to be married like they just want to have fun they just want to live their life and sometimes like and then some people that want to that don't mind being in situationships and just knowing that they being happy. Sometimes you could be in a marriage and be so unhappy mm-hmm. with a person. Yeah. It caused misery and you depressed and all this other stuff. But then you in this relationship like Carisha, where this man may be with a whole nother woman, but he makes you happy. When y'all are together, he makes you feel like you are the only person in the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it may be toxic, but you have like sometimes you have to understand it but but really no how, how do you feel like it's toxic though you know what I'm saying like what okay makes, so what makes it toxic toxic to you because to me I don't really feel like I don't feel like it's toxic the reason why is because she's happy with it she's she but is she though like that's what we're saying that uh, I don't have a problem with people being in situationships uh-huh. I just think that sometimes as human we as humans we do that we we trick our mind it's okay when we really want uh-huh. more for me it's like are you to, if it was like okay we in this situation ship nobody knows but us when we together it's just us but he constantly she arguing with girls on the internet about him 
he you know what i'm saying like are you mm-hmm. yeah would you to me that's toxic the toxicity okay, so that of it part, all i think that's the part i missed because i didn't see i didn't know that she was arguing multiple times was, right Can yeah <laughs> yeah but the reason why i do say it's toxic is because i feel like situationships when not confirmed what this really is for real right it breeds toxicity you know what i mean like that's why that's why i said like why do you say it's toxic so that makes sense and i understand exactly where you're coming from with that like i Mm -hmm. I, like y'all don't feel like she you think she y'all feel like she might be unhappy i think my personal opinion i really think Carisha likes Diddy. I won't say she wants to marry the man, I, but I do feel like she would want a more solidified relationship with him. That's just my personal opinion. I really feel like she does. Like I have a, no judgment towards people that are in situationships. Like I said, I'm sure in my younger years I was in one, and I can I, I can remember feeling like, man, I, I really started to like this person. I know we said this is what it is, but man, I'm feeling like I want to go in this direction. And it's like I said, it's one thing to feel like this is what we do when we together. It's just us. Nobody knows about it. It's just to me, that would be an ideal situation. But like you want to we on the Internet, we in a situation, but also you in a situation with Jane, Jenna and Jasmine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it so starts to look like a circus. It's clownish in that way. So do you yeah. think, y'all, I really think Carisha is taking advantage of, um, she, As she taking should. advantage of the fun that she having because he Facts. showed her something that uh, no other man showed her and he put her in a position by giving her that TV show and I think she's taking advantage of it and she's not going to stop because she's a horrible rapper. She's not wrong. She is a horrible rapper, but she's not wrong actually, but let's be real as a woman. Is that enough? You think she's young too? Right, let's be honest. right now, it's probably enough for her. Mm-hmm. Now, when yeah, she, when she get a little bit older, and I think she gonna start wanting that, like when she, because eventually everybody wants want to be with somebody they could just settle down with, yeah, or whatever. Like right. eventually they want to do, but she in her twenties, she don't want to do that yet. That's not that. Yeah, that's not what she want to do yet. She taking advantage. She got this old man. I think it's so weird that they. I love. I, I ain't gonna lie. I love him, but he is too old. Like, yeah. <laughs> like kids, but I. But they. Listen, he looks like he make her happy, regardless of what what's going on. But he get jealous too, y'all. He just, yeah, too. he just but don't show his like that. Yeah, he don't show his, but he be, you know, he be masking his in a joke. So we yeah. definitely see it, he but does, it's just like, how, if he, look how he was when he saw them, he saw them flirting. I saw them flirting. Oh, mm-hmm. They be flirting on that show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, did you see that? That was so funny. <laughs> I've never actually seen her podcast. I literally laughed. It wasn't yes, on the podcast. You gotta watch it, that. Yeah, that's when she was on the podcast with G Herbo. But let me dig a little deep because I like to go deep under the surface of what I see. So what I understand about Carisha is this, and she said this physically out of her mouth that she is like a homebody. She's like a mom's, you know, a, a mom mom. Like she loved being in the kitchen cooking. She loved being around her kids. She loves the mothering. She loves, you know, the nesting and being at home and being in relaxation and when you're that type of woman who wants to nurture 
you want a man, right? Like you, you want that type of a relationship because you desire that homey feel with your children and with the man, right? So let's, let's look on the outside. Carisha is a city girl. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's clear, like that's the aura she has. That's how she carries herself out here in these streets and she don't care. And she'll say it all day long. And I love that about her. Right. So she has two different sides of her that I think she battles with when it comes to this relationship with Diddy because although that city girl mentality brings her into I'm about this money he's going to elevate me he's going to pay whatever I ask him to pay he's going to buy me cars he's going to do this I'm a city girl and I still get to you know be in city girl vibes and talk to who I want to talk to I'm going to do that because that's what I'm allowed to do right right? and that's fun and she's in her 20s and all of that is perfect and great Mm -hmm. but in reality when she really had that first uh Carisha uh, please podcast and Diddy was on there she asked him questions that I think any woman that want to understand her place with a man asked Mm -hmm. and she asked him do you want more kids do you ever see yourself getting married and what are we and that right there tells me that she wants more. She wants more from him. Like, although she's accepting of where she is right now, and that's okay. Like, maybe she's like, okay, I'm accepting this. And maybe after five years, because baby, he paid her 500000 a month. Mm. That's a million dollars in two months. Right. Think about that. She, she gained in $6 million a year. Maybe in her mind, she like, well, after about six years or after about seven years, I might want something else. And at that at that point, he's not willing to give me that. Then I done moved on with these millions. You know what I mean? Who knows? Right. I I didn't know he was giving her. See, you look deeper to this. That's why you said it was time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I'm honest with you. If he was offering me, if he gave me 500,000 a month, it's a month, right? Yep. Oh, I'm going that's to her allowance. We in this, and that's we, her allowance. What? And that's not even what she's making up from the TV show. That's her allowance. That's what he gives her a month. Oh my God, I'm in the wrong. Why he? Listen. No, she's definitely not wrong. She's definitely not wrong. But I just, just I cannot like, help. I just can't help to. I just can't help seeing that she would like more like and at some point you have to again we keep saying she's still young you know Mm -hmm. she'll come into her own and figure it out I just feel bad about people wasting time I hope the outcome is really what she wants and she don't look up one day and like this just not enough I'm I'm out you know like yeah but if that's what her strength comes from that's cool but I really hope it ends in her favor she definitely deserves to be love and have love the way she she, wants it I think it will and I think she knows that first of all you can't I would never go into a relationship with Diddy thinking I'm finna be the one look what he did to Jennifer Lopez look what he did to you know like look what he did to the other women no I feel like she's in there for the she's she finna play the long ride she probably don't even want that old man <laughs> like that's a benefit for her to make sure that that bag secure because she knows city girls yeah. they, they only gonna be they gonna only gonna be out for a little bit of time they ain't got that much time like yeah. 
Yeah, and I think she got the upper hand too. Yeah, I think she got the upper hand because here's what a lot of people really and I pay attention like to the media, especially to certain situations. His other women, they only he's known for giving his his women $200,000 a month, right? That's their allowance. Mm -hmm. So that means his other women are only getting $200,000. If she's getting five, she's already playing the game. Right. right? You know what I mean? Like she's already like, no, I'm not coming in at that level which you give everybody else. I'm coming in with more. So I do feel like Carisha has a game about it where she's like, at the end of the day, I know who I'm dealing with. I know how he operates. I'm coming to him, letting him know my worth, what I want out of it. And although I might want these things and may have fell in love with you in the process, if I leave, I'm leaving with this money because I'm still a city girl at the end of the the day. And that's where I think her mentality is at right now. Yep. And then we never know. She not wrong. You never know, like, you got to look at her compared to the other women that he dated. A lot all, a lot of those other women that he dated was, they were older. They were older women. So she's probably bringing yeah. her youth out of him, bring, doing mm-hmm. whatever she's doing behind closed door to keep him feeling young again. And now he got a mm-hmm. black Yachtsy. <laughs> I just feel like Diddy don't take nobody serious until they leave him. I.e. Kim Porter. I.e. Cassie. Like, you know, then it's like, oh my God. Because he he used to women being at his beck and call, doing what he wants, when he wants, and they got that agreement. But I just feel like him as a man, he does not appreciate what he has until he no longer has it. And again, I don't think Carisha is wrong. Girl, you still young. Get the bag. You're not wrong about that. I think my whole point is is that enough? Is that enough? You know, is it enough? But Ashley, have you ever been in a situation ship? Huh? Huh? (laughs) Neither confirm nor deny. Oh my god, you played the fifth. She played in the fifth. Yeah. You ever been in a situation? No, I I literally have and it's I have fun with it. So I, wrong, I, I do what I want to I come when I want. I want, can't, not, uh, I want wait, is I, it past or present? You chuck it up. You chuck it up. I wanted to come and then I left when I wanted to leave. You know that what I'm saying? Yeah. Nasty. Because that, see, yeah. that's why I said, that's why I sounded more like the present because the K part is just nasty. But it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I'm, I haven't. Yeah, it was. It was, I have fun. I enjoyed myself. That's why I'm out for Carisha doing what she's doing. Cause it make you happy. But eventually, you do get to the point where you like, okay, this is getting boring now. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm like, doing. Like, That's because you want to get five hundred thousand a month. No, I want to get five hundred thousand. <laughs> so I can go out and just be like, okay, I'm grown and do whatever it is that I want to do. Now, if I was getting Carisha money, I would definitely be okay being in that situation. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm right with you on that, Ashley. Right. If I was getting 500000 <laughs> baby, I'm going to sit aside. Go and be with her because I'm an introvert, too. I like my own time. I like to be away. And he a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I'm a Scorpio, too. We would probably bump heads a lot, but then the, the sex would be amazing. Like, right, exactly. KB, I, I, as I stated, I never watched uh, Carisha, please. I haven't seen anything. I can't wait to so, get a podcast uh, like her. I'm gonna be on there. I'm gonna be on there. How um how did he answer the question her the three questions you brought up that she asked him as far as having another child? Do he want to be a um be married and 
What was the other one? What are they? Do you remember how he answered? If I can recall, he did say he wanted more kids. But the crazy part about it is, if I count, if I counted back to, if I counted back to around the time that podcast, that first episode came out, the girl he met was probably already pregnant or had Mm. just gotten you know about pregnancy. Yeah, so maybe he knew in some way which is why he probably answered because he kind of did hesitate and then he answered but he did say that he wanted you know at least one more kid um the other question about what they were he was like we we friends you know we kicked it you know you're my shorty wop like we you know we (laughs) friends but then he was like you know basically saying like she adds value to yeah she makes him laugh. She, you know, it's always a vibe when she's around. And I think that that value in itself is what he's holding on to. It's like, I don't want to let her go. So he's going to do anything means necessary. She's already set the standard for what Carisha is and what her value is to herself. But I think that because she did that, he now sees her more worthy of more than what he's given other people because he he has other women that he can flaunt around, but as you can see, the tabloids have to pick up on when he's with these women versus when mm-hmm. he's with Carisha. She's in the limelight. They in front of the cameras. Like he's treating her like the queen. Right. As she is. You know what I mean? My prediction. So, yeah, I think them. he No, I was just gonna say, I think that he although looks at her and says, We friends, and they have that understanding that he does really see her in a different light as well. Yeah. Well, my prediction for them, I don't know the date, the time or the hour, (laughs) but my prediction for them is that she will one day leave and she will be another Cassie and Kim Porter for him. She will be, I think he will really be hurt if she leaves. Like it won't be like, yeah, for sure. I think he will really be hurt for sure. You should have seen how he acted when you saw G Herbo talking to her. Like, why are (laughs) y'all looking at each other like that? Like, he was dead serious. Like, he was jealous mm. at that. He was he jealous. Was, he was it going crazy. No how he joked around. I was cracking up. He was jealous. I yes. was like, he like, no. Yeah, he was jealous. He was like, he why are you smiling much, at him? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care how much G Herbo said his his baby mama was amazing and he loved her and all. He like, nah, you like my, you like my girl. I can't yeah. die with that yeah. man. <laughs> y'all, y'all ready to move on from this topic? Cause yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. let's get it. Let's get it to some. Would you tell? Um, I think I have a would you tell and what would you do today? And um, Ashley, this for both of y'all, but I need I need you to chime in. Okay. So if you were with a man for over ten years and he finally proposed to you and you said yes, of course. And you started to plan the wedding. You sent out to save the dates. And then he came to you and told you that he's not ready to get married right now, but wanted to continue the relationship. What would you do? We ain't got no relationship. You not gonna play with me like that. <laughs> this is done. Like, what did you talk about? I just got all my friends yeah. about you telling me. Now I got to go to them and tell them that we ain't getting married because he ain't ready yet. You ain't ready sure. yet. And you, you better hope that I'm, I'm waiting for you when you, when it's time to come back. No, I'm, no, we good. All right. Like I ain't already right. been 10 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I feel that. Like I feel that in my spirit. Cause um, if I gave you t- 10 years, 
and how you much time do you need? Right. How much time do you need? And then if you propose to me and then you come back, that means you proposed to me because you felt like either I was going to leave or your time was going to be up with me. Yeah. So you really up. didn't do it because you were ready. You yeah. were trying to shut me up. And mm-hmm. ain't no shut me up. Because when you come back and say, I don't want, I'm not ready. I'm not. Yeah, you got to go. The time I'm sorry. It's a dumb one for me. Yeah. It's a dumb one. That right. You right, like he was just stalling time, and now that the time is here, he like, dang, it's here. So now it ain't no shutting her up no more. I really got to do something now. You want to? Yeah, me and then as a man, you can't tell mm-hmm. me you with a woman for ten years, and then you finally propose, think she gonna hold off on planning a wedding. You knew what you was doing. Right. You was just hoping and praying, like maybe this can keep her for a little while longer. We ain't really got to do it. Uh-uh, bro. I'm out. Yeah. I'm good. Right. And you got me out here looking stupid. You got me. You got me. What I done said, my sorry. family it's and friends, they said, exactly. I know my family, they go clown Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no coming back for that. You went back to him I, at this right. point. It's, mm-hmm. it's too much. Mm-mm. Especially like you know my cousin Mac. As soon as he found out oh, about yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> that's never ended. Roast session. You get a roast session. Why you a no. goofy? Right. <laughs> no, you gotta go, bro. And then the wait, wait, wait. Imagine though. Imagine though he call off the wedding and then down the line you go back to him he's like okay let's get married for real and then we finally get it when my family making a toast they gonna be like i remember that time yeah <laughs> oh, you know, jokes. like this is a serious situation right, right. now now yeah. i can understand if i got cold feet too and now all of a sudden he comes to me i'm like man i'm so glad that you said that <laughs> right that'll be different i felt the same right way. right all right yeah, no, all right y'all it's a wrap for that <laughs> okay so um last one so if your significant other and my significant other became cool and started to hang out outside of us and one day your significant other came to you and said he didn't think he wanted to hang out you know with my significant other on that you know just them level no more because when they go out my significant others always flirtatious and inappropriate with other women would you tell me yeah <laughs> I'm definitely telling you there's no question about that <laughs> right I'm, I'm telling too I'm telling. listen um sis you my friend I know you for years my loyalty is with you it's not with him my husband loyalty Period. with me is not with him so my husband Period. told me that your husband be out there flirting with plenty of girls and um, I think you need to handle that because I now I feel like <laughs> I don't even want to be around yeah. him no more right. but, what if, but yeah. what if your guy was like but don't say nothing I'd be like you shouldn't have told me because ain't no way I could not say nothing because why do you not want me to say something because if he got something on you he gonna come and oh, tell now right. <laughs> yeah now you're getting deep <laughs> yeah. like what and now you done did some stuff and you don't want me to tell like why would you expect me not to tell my friend like why right. would I told that in like that's that's not no I'm not holding that in I'm telling I'm snitching mm. call, call yeah. the police cause listen look it's a house of cards at that moment everything coming out <laughs> everything coming down I'm saying I'm happy house and I'm definitely telling but guess so so let me look at it this way so 
if for any reason I told her and then she stayed, then what? Like, okay, I tell I tell you, girl, like you told her, yo, dude out here, he doing the most. Like I heard from my, you know, when they hang out, he out here doing the most. And then she stays. Like I'ma feel I, I I'ma feel like, That's yeah, I told choice. you, but at the same time, yep. I'ma be like, Yeah, you're right. That's her choice. But then I'ma feel like, okay, now he don't want to hang out with her. Like it might cause like a little bit of a friction or issue well, in between the, the couple. <laughs> that's actually true. No. <laughs> he shouldn't have did it, and he shouldn't get mad at you because that like that should let him know that my girl got a real friend by her that's gonna let her know when something ain't right, when nobody mm-hmm. right. nobody's around, like. Most men don't want their friend. They a real man is not gonna want that girl around a female that he feel like is fake or not being real to her. Yeah. Not a real friend. Right. They gonna tell you she not a real friend. That's not your real friend. Your real friend gonna let you know she gonna be there for you through everything. But if it's something like that that goes on, like your real friend is gonna tell you that regardless, right. regardless if it hurts or not. Now, if I know me. Listen, because I had an issue where it was a, a girl that, you know, was a, was my friend, but we bumped heads all the time. And I knew some stuff about her, her fiance. And I'm like, I'm not telling her that. I, I'm like, I'm mm. staying out of that. I was like, I'm staying out of that because the first thing she's going to think is that I'm I'm hating and we already got animosity. It's going to make it worse. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I'm like, I'm staying out of that. And I tell somebody else that she talked to, like, could you just talk to her and tell her? Because I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. You you got to know who you're dealing with when you, you get ready to tell her. Because mm-hmm. some, some women, especially ones that think they don't stay, um, mm-hmm. and everything perfect, they're going to come yeah. to you and then they're going to make it seem like you are the one that's causing a problem and it's not their man. Like, it's yeah. Like, they're yeah. going to blame it on you, like, you being messy. So I it's had like this, some people you got to be careful yeah. with. I had this, uh, you know, similar situation like this happen to me, and it was on two different levels. Like one, once it happened, and I told the friend, and she stayed with her guy, which is cool. I don't, you know, I'm not out here rooting for people to just break up. But it was with the friendship was weird after that because we were always mm-hmm. be together, and I was always at her house and around her and her guy, and it's like then it just became weird because you had to go back and tell your guy like hey she told me this you know so now it's just weird and then I had it on a level yeah. where I knew something about a friend's guy and I think I spoke about this before in a previous episode but she had let it be known to me before like like her aunt had came and told her something about her guy and she was you know crying to me and upset like but not upset with her guy she literally out her mouth said why would she tell me this why would she want to see me hurt so she was the type that she was the type that didn't she was the type that didn't want to know so it was like when I found out about her guy I'm not telling you because you you don't want to know so don't look at me crazy down the line and they're like oh you come to me telling me this and I'm like oh yeah I knew that if like, you if we like real we if you my real real friend and I I know I guess you just I honestly I feel like you just got another person you dealing it's with. It's the person. It's yeah, the person definitely. you dealing mm-hmm. with. For sure. For sure. For sure. Because I showed told my friend, my one of my friends knew some stuff about one of my other friends' boyfriend. And I told her like, hey, I'm gonna give you till Friday. If you don't tell, <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> 
<laughs> not a timeline. Hey, and when you can tell, I told. And when I told my friend was supposed to beat the beat the other friend up because she like, why would you go that long without telling me? And you knew what was going on, so I was just sitting around here looking stupid, thinking mm-hmm. that I got a good man when I knew I I like all along. You I know, and I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just as women though, most of us we just we don't like to look crazy. So in both scenarios, it's like you propose to me and now you take it back. Now you got me out here looking crazy, and then the other one like mm-hmm. you out here wilding out with my friend guy. Like you not only making me look crazy, but the whole relationship look crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Mm-mm. So at this point, we both all of us is telling and um. Busting heads <laughs> and all that. <laughs> hey, cause we don't keep some cars, you know. Ashley, why you gotta bring that up, fam? Like nobody. Ashley, we ain't got no bail money. Don't be doing the most. <laughs> and she, she's trying to bring out an inside situation, and I'm finna end this uh, recording on her. But all at the police station, we got kicked off the police station that night, didn't we? Oh we did. God. We did some stuff. I I got Melissa thinking that she was gonna go work out. <laughs> oh my god she like we're finna go oh i'm finna tell this story no 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 real quick because i know this story girl time. was like you want to come to the gym with me oh yeah okay i'm gonna put my little workout clothes on what, how old was your baby like three she was like a week or two <laughs> man i'm like yes i'm gonna get back into it i'm gonna get my body back ashley's inviting me to the gym i got my little ponytail on my little workout clothes we get in the car we hitting blocks. I'm like, Ashley, but we driving slow down blocks. And I'm like, Ashley, what? You lost? <laughs> She's like, nah, I'm looking for this car. But who car though? <laughs> but who car? So then the story comes out. I'm like, oh, so this is what we doing. So you made sure I was dressed for the occasion by staring <laughs> to the gym. Bro, when I tell you we found the car and parked down the block from the car and we just sitting there and I'm like I'm you could tell Ashley was in the zone y'all she was in the zone I'm like so I'm trying to talk to her like I'm like Ashley do you know which house did it no but the car is right here okay so Ashley what so what is gonna happen if he was uh I don't know is she going all like this okay so why did he come walking out the door Ashley took I don't even think the car was in park but she got out the car I'm like, oh my God. So now I'm chasing after her who running up on him. She bink, 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 bink. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. Goodness. Like, and so she handling him, y'all. I'm just like, I'm like, Ashley. I'm thinking like, so now they finna call the police. But oh like, my God. Get, it's a whole situation. <laughs> and the thing that got me though, after, after it all happened, we had to tell the story to her other friends and one of her friends who wasn't her friend. And I told her the whole time she had the nerve to say, I would have jumped in and did it like first of all she was handling a man like what am I finna jump in and beat the man up for for one and for two this is her whole situation like now if he was he didn't hit her he didn't hit her you know what I'm saying if he would have took his right. hand and hit her he was taking them blows boy but Ashley was acting like she was in the WWE <laughs> and the boxing and everything I'm like oh Ooh. my god that story was forever police, history. that was a we did get stopped by the paddy wagon Poli- and they was like right. we got a call with uh, two girls <laughs> Up a guy, oh, they did call the police. They sure did. We like, no, that one us. They was like, well, you fit the description. Well, what was the description? Because we're going to the gym, gym, right? (laughs) (laughs) She said, she was like, I thought we was going to the gym. I said, I don't know about you, but I got my workout in. Hey, I was going to the first day of school. 
everything. And I got that, myself ready for work, oh, and I went goodness. to work on time. Everybody Have, was on time. Girl, I had, had the nerve to be sore the next few days. Oh, well, you need me to work out. I'm still over here postpartum with this baby weight. Well, thanks, Ashley. <laughs> no, but guys, we don't want to uh, keep Ashley forever. This has been an amazing interview, Ashley. We Man. definitely appreciate you for coming and telling us your journey, your story. Oh, and chiming in on this um, topic with us, um, before you go, we like to do a thing called Moment of Manifestation. So we would mm-hmm. like to know, tell us where you like, what would you like to manifest this year for your business? What is, what is something you want for Divine Lash and Beauty Bar for 2023? Uh, for 2023, I just want to manifest uh, stability um, and growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the biggest things I want for Divine Lasting Beauty Bar. Uh, we are getting there, um, but I want us to be bigger, and um, I want to make sure that all my my girls, my staff, I want to make sure that everybody there is um, is manifesting as well, and um, bigger bags. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, I know I've said it before, and I said all the time. I'm very, very proud of you. I definitely see. Um, growth for your business, personal growth, and for your staff. Like I just, y'all gonna do amazing things because you have an amazing heart. You, everything you do is from an amazing yeah. place, and I wish you and your business all the success going forward. Tell the good people where they can find a Vine Lash and Beauty Bar. Any social handles? Like, how can we find you and your business? So, Divine Lash and Beauty Bar, we are located in Mequon. So, we are right off of 60th uh, north of Brown Deer Road. Uh, you can take 60th all the way to Dodgers Bay Road. We're um, 10520 North Bear Road. Um, and our Instagram is Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. Everything is Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. Uh, our website is Divine Lash and Beauty Bars with the S at the end, dot com. Um, so we have Instagram. You can um, see us on Facebook. We're going to be everywhere. We're actually going to be in y'all promos, too. So whenever y'all on Instagram, y'all going to see us slide through, slide in your DMs sometimes. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, guys. Um, you can always book us on our web uh, on our website. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity. I absolutely love, love, love y'all. I'm so happy that you're doing this. So I, I'm proud of you, too. I'm proud of both of y'all. That y'all actually came together to start a a podcast and be able to um, reach out to other people and not only put uh, your business out there, but other businesses too. So thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. And I'm happy I'm the first person though. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you have to any other way. Like we, again, we we definitely appreciate you. And guys, if you're in... um, Mequon area, Wisconsin, anywhere go look for Divine Lash and Beauty Bar. It's a beautiful shop. It has multiple services. It's um, great service at that as well. So check her out. And we definitely appreciate you all for listening. Absolutely. We will definitely also be doing some promos with um, Divine Lash and Beauty Bar yes, as well. So take a, a look out for that. And we love Ashley over here. Ashley, you can come back anytime, chit chat yes. with us, you know, talk I'm a little, talk a little stuff. 
Yeah, get get into some things with us. We love you over here. And we just want to close out by saying, guys, if you want to comment on anything Ashley has said, you want to find a way to reach out to her. She provided her handles. You can always contact us to get in touch with her or anything, you know, and pertains to this podcast on today. You can reach out to us on IG at golden underscore perceptions on Facebook at Golden Perceptions Podcast. And obviously our email is goldenperceptions.kn at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Hit us up and let us know how much you love our interaction with Ashley today. Yes, guys. Thank, thank you. For- you. Bye. 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 Bye.